As the football juggernaut continues, with new European champions comes new podcasts. And we're no different. Welcome to the Sunday League podcast. Firstly, a man whose frustration at footballers' holidays is sure to get the better of him. Dan, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Scott. Uh, was away at the weekend, just by the coast, so nice to get away, but glad to be back. Nice to be doing this recording again. Colin, Dan? Sure am. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> Secondly, a man whose Sunday league performances might see him find a spot in the North Macedonian lineup. Adam, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, Scott. Well, uh, well recovered. We've had a nice uh, week off this week. So uh, it's been it's been a chilled one. Got got five aside tonight and um, currently one win out of one. So hopefully I can make that two out of two tonight. So yeah. Uh, does that mean there's no beer in rotation? No beer. I was gonna I was gonna lie. I was gonna say yeah, I've got one here in my hand and then you know make the uh, the hiss noise, but. I thought I can't I can't lie to the uh, the listeners out there. So yeah, no no drink tonight. I've got a Lucas Aid on the chill at the minute. So that's uh, yeah, a bit of <laughs> I'm not going to make it all about me, boys. But the reason we've been delayed is uh, I was spent a bit of time in hospital over in uh, Madagascar, so uh, that delayed it. Um, and then I, there's some good news, and the listeners can look forward to a special podcast coming soon because uh, I'm playing five side as well tonight. And Adam, what's most amazing is I'm playing it with you. I'm back in the UK now. Uh, <laughs> when the Sunday League footballers, maybe we'll get an audience if we can get this out fast. Maybe we'll get some yeah. people to watch. Yeah, most definitely, Scott. <laughs> get, the, get, the, get the team back together. We just need lots to start turning up now. We're selling tickets out here for tonight's game. <laughs> uh, so you can look forward to a special one of us all being in person and maybe the audio quality will even be a bit better. No power cuts. Oh, it'd be fantastic. Let's talk about football, boys. Um, and before we get started with proper uh, on this podcast, let's just quickly talk about transfers. Um, there's been a lot going on, hasn't there, since we last recorded. Um, I tell you what, the Sky best be uh, selling to the rights of the Saudi League, I reckon. Dan, what's the most surprising transfer so far? Well, fully you mentioned the Saudi one. I think uh, going on to that, the strangest one I've seen is the Celtic lad going. Hey, uh, albeit we asked talking mainly about the Premier League, but that Jota leaving from Celtic to go to Saudi at the prime of his career is probably the most outrageous move you're ever going to see. But, uh, yeah, they've took a few players, haven't they, from the Premier League? I think uh, Nevers is gone. There was talk of uh, Ziyech, but I think he seems to have got a bruise on his knee and failed, failed his medical. Uh, yeah, they seem to be mopping it up a little. So, for me... the there's still the biggest transfers and the best transfers are still in the Premier League, I have to say. Uh, Liverpool seem to have made a few shrewd signings. And then other than that, you, you're looking at London, make, the London club making the best moves in the transfer window so far. you got uh, Madison, I think, is a steal at 40 million, albeit I am biased. But you see from a lot of other fans that they're probably saying exactly the same. Uh, unsure a bit on the price tag of Havertz going to Arsenal. I think 65 million seems very steep, but it's it's nice to see Arsenal doing business and spending money that they probably need to to cement their position in that top top four. As you say, they've got well, Havertz, as I mentioned. Uh, it looks imminent that uh, Declan Rice will sign as well, doesn't it? So, yeah, there's definitely some 
big transfer so far. What's your your two thoughts on it? Yeah, I we'll, we'll probably add him. Keep this podcast discussing the Premier League for next season, but maybe we need to have a conversation. You know, if all these footballers keep going to Saudi Arabia, um, are you going to watch it? <laughs> well, I've, I think I'll, I'll have to get a shirt. I'll find I'll find a team out there that I like. I mean, I don't like the look of any of the kits. If I'm honest, I think they all look crap. Um, the, the, too much sponsorship going on the shirts. I just like it plain. So I might I might support whoever Benzema's gone to. I can't even. I don't even care to. Know the name of the clubs. So. Not Ingolo Kante's team. Don't know who's gone to. No, they, they all have the same uh, letters in them, don't they? So, don't know where Gerald's gone. I saw him give his best Joey Barton the other day, where he's getting transparent <laughs> language. But, uh, it's interesting that you've not got a problem with the human rights record of Saudi Arabia. You just don't like the kits, Adam. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to get too political in all this, Scott. It's just oh, it's just terrible. the kits for me. Change your kits and you'll get my support. Maybe it might be cheaper than the £63 Leicester shirt you're wearing, Adam. No, this is last season's, Daniel. This is oh, is season. it? Uh, the yeah, good time. They've been a million quid as well, haven't they, for uh, Wigan and <laughs> JD Sports. So, you know, they might come down now. Uh, <laughs> Let's get on to the, the podcast proper, boys. Um, the Premier League is obviously finished, and that means the official titles and awards have been handed out. However, there's one set of coveted awards that is still stopping professional footballers from being able to sleep tonight. It's the Sunday League Podcast Awards. That means we've got some to hand out, boys, and that obviously brings a sense of occasion. I hope you've enjoyed the red carpet, but it is time for the awards. Um, we each get a nomination in each category, before we have a final vote. Does that make sense? Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So, award number one is player of the season. Let's start with your nomination, Dan. For me, it's Yvonne Simba. It's got to be Haaland. 36 goals in his uh, first uh, season at the club. They The team won the treble, albeit obviously we're basing it on the Premier League, but we even a Man City side that good without him, they would. I still think they would have struggled. Like he, he's such a crucial player for me. He's the player of the season by far. Adam, oh, you see, player of the season for me has got to be Danny Ward. You know, one of the best seasons of his life. <laughs> no, any joking. I've got to go with uh, same again with Haaland. Um, I don't, I don't know who else you can put in that category. You could put a question into Odegaard because he's also played really well for Arsenal this this season. Um, but your first season in the Premier League and you score that many goals and it looks like you're not going to be stopped. Every time you went towards the goal, you, you knew it was going to go in. So He was a machine. Yeah, credit to Haaland. And I, I can't really give it anybody else because then it's just because I'd only pick somebody else just because... I'll be different. So, yeah, I've got to go Haaland. I think this one might be an easy one to start with then because um, I've gone Erling Haaland as well. I think, uh, look, he probably had a better first half of the season than second where he just, everything he touched seemed to go in the back of the net. But to score that many goals, I think he was on to break a lot of records at one point. I think he might have fell short in a couple, but I he's one hell of a player, isn't he? And what's probably most interesting is the difference he made to Guardiola where... He just changed Man City's style of play where, you know, before it was a lot of, lot of passing. And I think at the start of the season, there was all that analysis about basically Haaland not touching the ball. And by the end of the season, everything ran through him. Look, 
The only other one I'll ever consider is Kevin De Bruyne, and that's just because I think he's an absolute magician with a football. But I think, boys, unless you've got any reason to disagree, I think the winner of the Sunday League podcast first award player of the season is Erling Haaland. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Well done, Erling. Erling. <laughs> Trophy's on the way. Um, <laughs> second award, the Sunday League Podcast Manager of the Season. Now, this could get tasty. Adam, where are you going? Don't, I don't want to, but I, I've got to give it to Eddie Howe. Um, oh. He's had a fantastic season this year. I still, like I said on the pod a couple of weeks ago, I had my money on him to be sacked by January. He's done really well with the, the club. He made some great signings. In the check still hasn't come through for that. Yes, it has. You know, it has. That balance got cleared. So let, let's not start going down the financials, Daniel. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I've got to give it to Eddie Howe just for his man management performances and the way he destroyed teams. He set up well. It it looked like a, a Newcastle side that you could have thought were going to finish in the, the, the top three, um, even push on to second at some point in that season, especially when Arsenal started slipping away. But Unfortunately, everyone's season changes and Newcastle has slipped away a bit as well. But no, no, against Leicester. I'm not sure that, that's the standout performance of the season, but uh, <laughs> uh, take the point. Take the point. Dan, I think we can guess where you're going to go, but maybe not. Who's your vote for? Well, as you mentioned that, I, I do have to mention that Bournemouth have made the most outrageous decision of the whole window so far. How they have sat Gary O'Neill, Scott? Come on. Well, I think they, they rang him and said, you're sacked. Oh. That's how they did it. So. I, I had to text him and I had to apologise on Bournemouth's behalf. Just I felt so bad for the chat. But actually, surprise to you, Scott, I've gone... Uh, my manager of the season, obviously, to save money on the awards, we can send Erlings and Peps. So, probably the delivery will be cheaper for us guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got to go Pep Guardiola. Just, I know he's got the best team and uh, everything, but to win the treble, is there any doubt of this award, really? I know Adam's obviously said Eddie Allen. That's, it, it's a close second, but Pep Guardiola, for me, he knew when to get that team playing if that makes sense I think he chose the easy option there Dan I think he's uh... yeah the easy option for a treble winning manager is not to get the manager <laughs> season award there's not many that win it so uh, easy option. yeah no I, I think it's got to be Pep Guardiola uh, and as much as I wanted to give it to Unai Emery I've not I, I've I've stuck pretty basic as well I think given they were what 12 points behind I think at one point weren't they or 10 points behind to win the Premier League, uh, to beat your, your close rivals in the FA Cup final, to finally win the Champions League. I, I've stuck with Pep as well. I, I think yeah, he almost doesn't get enough credit because it's Man City and because everybody expects him to win. But look at some of the decisions he's made this year. He just got rid of Cancelo and started playing any old midfielder at left-back. John Stone suddenly became a midfielder and they were massive decisions that really helped them sort of close in on the title or win the Champions League by... I mean, that performance there, the second leg performance against Real Madrid was uh, probably one of the most incredible football games I've watched as a mm. in a long time. So, for me, it's Pep as well. I mean, Adam, that's two votes to one. Yeah. But 
are you happy that's where the award winner is? Yeah, no, because you, know, you both make valid points. Treble winner, Champions League, first one for Man City. Premier League did well to claw it back from Arsenal, like you say, being so many points behind. Um, and beating Man United in, in the cup final as well. So when you look at their, their trophies of one, you'll be happy with all of them. Uh, come back from behind, a nice first Champions League, and then beating your rivals in the final. So I, I think, Scott, you do make a good point that because it's so-called Man City, the best team in the world, it's quite easy to say they should win everything. But, yeah, I totally agreed with there was big calls that he's made of just as simple as John Stones in midfield. That If that was just a standard manager making that call and he'd done that, everyone would be raving about it. But because it is the Man City... It, and like you also mentioned, Haaland is just a different style of play this year for Man City, isn't it? They've never had an out-and-out striker. And so, yeah, for me, yeah, Pep Guardiola. The, the second winner uh, tonight's awards of uh, Sunday League Podcast Manager of the Season is the Enzo lookalike. So, Pep Guardiola, congratulations. Uh, moving on swiftly to our next award. And this one's more down our, more down our lane, I think. The uh, Sunday League Moment of the Season. Dan, what's your nomination? I've gone... My Sunday League Moment is... Uh, down to a match of uh, it was the Newcastle Spurs game so 6-1 and uh, Tottenham being 5-0 down in the first 21 minutes uh, I'd kind of gone that, that's just a typical Sunday league how how anyone would have predicted that that was going to be the uh, outcome of the first 21 minutes is just unbelievable that is just I think they've probably been out in Newcastle the night before. They've all turned up wasted. Typical Sunday league style. And they've only woke up after the first 25 minutes and it's been 1-1 after that. So, yeah, for me, that that's yeah, that's my Sunday league moment of the season. Not a bad one. Adam, what's your nomination? Um, <clears throat> moment of the season for me is the, the, the run of the three games where Arsenal decided to let the uh, league slip, if I'm honest. Um, the falling apart just to let Man City to come on. So it was the, the draw against Liverpool, a draw against West Ham, and a draw against Southampton. Um, that them them points dropped there is what's cost Arsenal the league, and it's at that point Man City realised that they could just snatch it here. So that, that's my moment of the uh, season. For me, maybe there's a theme in this. It was uh, at Anfield where I, I think Spurs. I can't remember now. Maybe we're either three 0 or three one down. Um, brought it back to 3-3, you know, glorious celebrations, only to lose it in the last minute. And that, that for me, is Sunday league at its finest. You know, oh, yeah, we're back in the game, back in the game, heads on, lads, heads on, next goal. Uh, and, and then you lose. Um, was this the one where Richarlison scored? Yeah, and, yeah, and give it the big celebration, didn't he? <laughs> so, I mean, we've got three different nominations. Um one team features in it twice, I suppose. I don't know if that's got any sway. Boys, who do you think deserves to win the award? Definitely Spurs. Uh, <laughs> I and maybe we, we sum it up nicely with just Spurs season as a whole because the whole thing was a bit Sunday League, wasn't it? Where they just kind of kept mm. crashing and crashing and crashing. I, I don't know how I feel about giving Spurs a trophy, Scott. 
Hey, they finally yeah. get to put one in the cabinet. <laughs> Give it to James Madison, he can save on our delivery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go, that's it. We've uh, finally broken the Spurs hoodoo. I think there's a Twitter account, isn't there? When did like, Spurs last win a trophy? Here we go, they've got one. <laughs> the third trophy of the night, the Sunday League podcast, Sunday League moment of the season, just goes to Spurs. And that's nice and simple. Well done, Spurs. Uh, Our next award, the Sunday League Podcast Funniest Moment of the Season. Adam, which what is your nomination? So my nomination um, is, is going to go to a, a chap that you just mentioned in the, the last instance in the uh, Spurs-Liverpool game. Uh, it's got to go to Richarlison. He scored, I think, three, three times uh, last season. And... Two of the times, well, all three times he took his top off celebrating, which would have resulted in a booking. And two of those were offside. So <laughs> that's, that that was not very good for him. And then, like you say, on the third one, scored, meant everything to him. But unfortunately, Liverpool went and scored at the other end. So, <laughs> it's got, got a good record, hasn't it? It's got to go to Richarlison because everything he did in the season. And, and also of this, as well as... I know there was some uproar about when Callum Wilson and uh, and um, Mikel Antonio did their pod, and they brought they brought it up and they had a bit of a laugh at him. Uh, I know that he, he he didn't like that either. So everyone seems to be laughing at him at the minute. <laughs> Dan, funniest moment in the season? Well, I've gone uh, Spurs again. To be honest, uh, it seems like an absolute age ago, but it was the. Conte and a Tucho handshake that uh, I can't remember which one didn't want to let go, but uh, after the Chelsea Spurs game, it there was just a big kerfuffle of it. It just looked an absolute farce, to be honest. I don't, I don't know who disrespected who, but uh, yeah, two managers of that level to be arguing over something so petty. I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I think, Scott, we do need to put it onto the Twitter so that our listeners know about it. But, yeah, that's the funniest moment for me. I was watching it the other day, and, yeah, it's absolute calamity, to be honest. <laughs> uh, you might hear that one come up a bit later on again. Um, for me, and I believe it was against Spurs, but my mind's gone a bit fuzzy now. Um, Jurgen Klopp celebrating so much... As a, manager, as a manager that he pulled a muscle <laughs> and he was involved in the game and he pulled his hamstring I think I mean, for me absolute crackers I, I mean I know the bloke's a bit of you know is a bit of gold for it any for you know the old Twitter shorts or Instagram or TikTok and all that but um, to pull a muscle in a professional game as a manager that's just embarrassing um, so that for me funniest moment of the season Three different ones this time, boys. So, uh, I suppose Dan had the deciding vote last time. Adam, you get deciding vote. Which one do you think wins the award? Um, I, I think I'm going to have to go with the Jurgen Klopp one because I, I do I recall that one because it's exactly the same game as the Richarlison where he went and celebrated, took his top off. And then when <laughs> Jurgen Klopp obviously celebrated because he was so angry that Richarlison had snatched it at the end, he's gone overkill and... Uh, 
Yeah, I remember him running down that touchline. And I, I hate it when he does that. He used to do Why it didn't he take his shirt off, though? <laughs> he should have just took his shirt off, shouldn't he? To just blind <laughs> with Charles Sophie and more. Absolutely chiselled. He also has that <laughs> Neymar on his back. <laughs> uh, so, Liverpool might have struggled for trophies this season, but the good news is, Jürgen, you've got a personal one just from us. So, the Sunday League podcast, funniest moment of the season, is Jürgen Klopp's pulling his muscles celebrating. Oh, the dear man. <laughs> well Okay, a bit more mainstream, boys. The Sunday League podcast goal of the season. Dan, what's your nomination? I can't, I can't remember what uh, team they did it against, but for me, it wasn't necessarily the best goal, but the biggest goal, and I just... This is the goal that when I seen this award coming up, I thought this one stands out, and it's the Reese Nelson one in the last minute for Arsenal. Uh was it? I, th- I think it's more so because I think they were probably, is it two or one or I think they were level at the time. And him, and that was the the first time I thought, top, actually, Arsenal are going to do this. But uh, yeah, obviously, that faltered in the end. But that's that's the goal for me for the season that's really stood out, to be honest, Scott. Adam, your nomination? It's a, it's a difficult one. Um... I want I want to say Tillemans, but I, I I can't give it to him. I'm I'm devastated that he's chose to go to Aston Villa. Um, but he I'm sure I'm sure it was last season that he got the ball pinged to him on the outside of the box. He brought it down and he volleyed it top bin. Um, and it's I think Wolves. that was a, a sorry. Was it against Wolves? Uh, Everton. Everton. Sorry. Yeah. Uh... You remember the Papalendi one? Oh yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't give it Leicester because I see Leicester all the time. Um, so I'm going to play it safe. And I thought it was a fantastic goal when I seen it towards the end of the season. Was uh, bright. Uh, there was a Brighton um, player, Enzi. Enzi is it? Uh, yeah, Enzo. Uh, yeah, Enzo. Yeah, he scored against Man City towards the end. Did a bit of yeah. trickery footwork and he absolutely levered it in the uh, top right corner. And that's yeah, I think I remember actually a decent goal, to be fair. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I don't want to take anything away from the Tillemans goal. I would love to give it Tillemans, but I, I'm just, I, he could have gone to any other club at Villa. Uh, <laughs> so unfortunately, Tillemans, you do not get it. Uh, and my nomination was, it, it was near the start of the season, so you might have to go back on YouTube and find it, but I'll tell you what, what a goal it was. Uh, Craven Cottage, Miggy Almiron, uh, edge of the box. Now, you know, tight angle, acute angle, right on the right-hand side of the box, I think it was. Um, it scores a screaming volley. And I tell you what, there's just something glorious about it. He just catches it just right and it goes in the opposite top corner. Oh, I, I, I tell you what, is that long ago? I think it was about October time, if I'm right. Then I still remember it now when we're, we're in July. So, for me, that's my uh, nomination. Yeah. Um, Seeing that now, Scott catches on his uh, left foot as well. Yeah, absolute glory goal. I think I'm very to remember. I don't have it in front of me, to be honest. But <laughs> so again, three different nominations. So uh, the jury have decided. Dan, you've got the deciding vote. So uh, who, who's won this award? Uh, well, unfortunately, I don't remember your one as much, Scott, because <laughs> obviously with the 
World Cup or in between. It was. It just seems like it's a different season, kind of thing. So, but I do remember Adams. So, uh, yeah, I've had to go to the young lad at Brighton and CCO. Oh, I, won't take, I won't take it personally, but uh, <laughs> nice to get away from the top four, the traditional top four. So our next award, the Sunday League Podcast Goal of the Season, NCSO. Okay, and don't keep checking your post. Uh, the the award will be there soon. <laughs> it's the final award, boys. It's one of those where you know you've been watching the Oscars for hours. Yeah, it's the main event. Um, and our final award is the Sunday League podcast, Heads Gone of the Season. Adam, what is your nomination? My nomination is <clears throat> Liverpool so desperate to try and get something go their way. Robertson kicking off because the referee elbowed him in the face. Um, <laughs> now, that is the most heads gone moment. I mean, credit to the referee for doing it. and don't know how he got away with it. <laughs> Robertson's reaction was like, you know, what 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 are you gonna do? He, he's not gonna give you a goal because he's been elbowed by the linesman. It's not gonna change anything about the two teams playing. So just get on with it. It was a genuine mistake that made it look even worse. So head's gone moment there is has got to be Robertson for Liverpool with the uh, referee. That's not a bad one. Dan, what's your nomination? <laughs> I've gone, uh, my head's gone in the season was uh, the Arsenal collapse to Brighton, to be honest. I thought this is the one where they've pushed them so far. They've, yeah, pu- pushed Man City so far that, and then to collapse 3-0 at home to Brighton, when you, you're pushing Man City every game and that one just, they, that handed them title in my eyes. It was, it was not a, a result I expected, to be honest. I think, Okay, Man City were hot on the tails. I think they may have even just t- taken the uh, top spot at this point, but I really thought they were going to make them actually go and win it rather than hand it to them. So, yeah, mine was Arsenal's collapse to Brighton. Uh, and my nomination has already come up once uh, in another category, but was that handshake moment between Tuchel and Conte, you know, both on a lot of money, both meant to be managers of uh, pretty well-known football clubs in the Premier League and they could have been on the playground, both of them. So for me, just the fact that, you know, handbags at dawn, both holding each other's hand, trying to be the hard man, uh, was a heads gone moment. So again, three different nominations. Uh, <laughs> look, the, the jury have selected me as the, the lead person this time. I, I don't know why, you know, the jury just independent. That <laughs> uh, is nothing personal for not picking my goal. Um, I promise. Uh, but I genuinely forgot about the linesman moment against Andy Robertson uh, and the stir it caused with a lot of Liverpool fans that I did find. Oh, well, I knew it. Um, so the, the final award, the one everybody's been waiting for, the Sunday League podcast, heads gone of the season, Andy Robertson versus the linesman. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Should we give it to the Lino, though? Oh, of course. Yeah. There's no way Andy Robertson's getting the trophy. We're I think Roy Keane needs to have some sort of saying that as well for calling him a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Now, boys, that wraps up the awards. I, I know it's quick and punchy, but we, we get bored of the speeches, don't we? So 
yeah, ne- maybe next year's awards we'll get all the winners on and they, they can give us a speech <laughs> on how they feel about it. We'll knock up the trophies, we'll get them sent out to people. Um, but that's the awards. Um, very quickly, boys, we've not been able to do it in a while and I know you boys just absolutely love it. So we're going to bring back the mystery footballer one more time. Huh? So he started here in the lower leagues at Blackpool, Macclesfield, Stockport and Roch- Rochdale. He finally started bagging goals on the regular at Bristol Rovers. He got a move to Southampton where he managed over 100. Oh, I know it. Know he it. Score for Liverpool, West Brom and Cardiff. He got his first England call-up at the age of 31. And he recently had an encounter with a UFO. Adam, any ideas? Yeah, got it. Got it. Shaft about. Dad, any ideas? Yeah, I think he's uh, living with Bianca, eh? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> That was good, Dad. That was good. Uh, very good. <laughs> very good. I've just got that one. It took me a second. <laughs> uh, i tell you what, we won't spoil it for the listeners for now. Um, we'll get it out on the social media, see if we can get a few people to follow along. Um, at TSL Podcast 4. Dan, I know you've had a few messages on the old Facebook. Uh, people are highly anticipating this podcast, so um, I'm, I'm hoping they'll be pleased with the product. Um <laughs> Uh, and and the good news is the next one year we'll probably all be in person potentially in a pub so yes agree boys I look forward to catching up in person yeah no I look forward to it too can't wait to see your alligator bites (laughs) (laughs) and on that note um, after my team gloriously beat Adam's team tonight um, and so hopefully we'll still have three people on the pod um (laughs) It's been a short one, but it's been a swift one. And it's been a good one, hopefully. So follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. If you listen, make sure you share it. Give us a review. If you see any of the social media stuff, make sure you share it and get involved. We're always looking for new Fulham fans to give Dan some abuse. <laughs> I look forward to it. It's been good to catch up again. How are you both doing? Well, I'll see you both soon. Yes, yeah. Scott. Have a good time tonight, lads. Cheers. <laughs>